Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey everybody, Matt here once again. Wanted to include this in the US WhoCast part of the podcast. It's from another podcast that I do with two friends. Uh, Camille, who you can find at Lady Oddity on Twitter, and Donald, who you can find at Donald Jr. He also talks on another podcast, uh, Doctor Who podcast, the Eleventh Hour podcast, I believe it is. I can't remember which one it is now that he often submits feedback for. But anyway, the three of us talked about the first six episodes of Doctor Who a little bit. And I thought I would share that with you here on U.S. WhoCast. You can find the Once in a Blue Moon podcast on iTunes, if you wish, where we talk about a variety of television shows very sporadically, at best maybe once every six months. But uh, this week we did one, and so I thought I would share our Doctor Who part of it with you. Thanks for listening. So yeah, let's just get into it. Um I guess we can start with Doctor Who because it's been a while. I'll kind of start by saying the season so far has been very back and forth for me. The first episode was so, so good with Missy. And I really love that character. And it seems anytime she's on screen, she really does a great job. But when she's not, it's just kind of like boring. And it's kind of like I feel the season has this weird, like boring RTD episodes, if that makes any sense. Like all the boring mm-hmm. episodes that I had and you had to deal with with RTD era is kind of what's happening now. So uh, just to kind of bring everyone in the conversation, um, how are you guys feeling about the season so far? Toss it to you, Matt. Oh, uh, well, I actually really like this season. I'm sorry, Camille, <laughs> that I disagree with you. You're so I, boring. <laughs> I, well, I respect your opinion, and I understand. Uh, maybe it's just that I don't have a life, and so I don't get as bored as easily as everybody else. But I really like I like the two-part format. I'm really into this. I like that everything so far has been a two-part format, the whole first three stories. Now, whether the second part has actually paid off the first part or made the first part look like filler... Uh, is a whole different topic. But uh, for the most part, though, I, I like the fact that they are taken to develop the characters so that, it, at least to me, you invest a little bit more in them and rather than just, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, move on to the next story. Right, right. I also think it kind of shows that Moffat's storytelling is slowing down a little bit, at least I hope. Yeah, and I've noticed, too, that he's a little more involved in some of the earlier episodes or, you know, like Midway, which didn't seem to be the case for some of the previous seasons. So I I agree that they are giving life to these characters and especially the last two episodes with um, Arya from Game of Thrones. Those are by far the best ones. Like, you know, they're so, so character driven and I'm happy to see the focus on there. So I can definitely agree with you on that. Yeah. How about you, Donald? How are you feeling about the season so far? Yeah, I'll be honest. I really like it. I think it's the best one in years. Well, yeah, it's it's nice. It's a nice like refresher to feel something again, you know. Like it, it, there are, there are boring episodes for me, but the last two episodes and then the very first episode really got me on board and 
even the previews for what's to come, I'm like, this is going to get really good. And I'm hoping it carries out this like momentum to the end of the season. So yeah. Is there any episode in particular you guys want to discuss or go over? I, I'd rather just talk about it as a whole. I mean, like I said, yeah. there's a lot of, there's a lot of bleed over, not necessarily two parters, but a lot of bleed over. Mm, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like this one, this one, for instance, um, this last one, which, uh, the entire first episode, seems to be just a setup to create uh, this immortal character. And then right. she just kind of hung around, but they still gave you like to be continued. So I don't know. But uh, one thing I like about it is that they're, they're, it's a lot more discussions and things that make you think like the whole discussion that he, he was having during the episode about, you know, being immortal or, or being really, really old. I, I really enjoyed that, and I enjoyed it from the human perspective, where she has to keep a diary, because, like she said, her, her mind isn't, you know, yeah. isn't immortal or whatever. It's, it's a normal mind, but her body just keeps going. So, a lot of stuff you can't remember. Like, I can't remember stuff I did like two years ago. Right, uh, exactly. Imagine, imagine just living for so long and then having all these crazy adventures and stuff like that, and then just not being able to remember it. Like, it, it just seems like it, it just makes you think, and it's something that. That that form of media has opened up because you never just think about that otherwise because nobody nobody no one has ever been immortal, so right. Uh, I I do enjoy that kind of stuff and that was one of the reasons I was really into Angel when it first came out and stuff like that. Uh, I like stuff like that, so that really excited me. Another thing, I like the fact that Capaldi seems to be a bit more friendly this season. He, he's if you go back and watch last season, he's almost a totally different character. I don't know what happened. If that was just it, just took some time for him to cool off or this was a decision made in the writer's room to have him kind of, you know, loosen up a bit because he was really crazy. He was a cranky old man last season. Now he's, he seems like he's having fun. He's doing wacky stuff and he just seems to be just a little bit more enjoyable. And I think that that also helps the season. Yeah. To, to expand on that, I feel like him and Clara have definitely toned down. She's not as egotistical as she, I feel she's not as egotistical as she, you know, she was, when she was first having her interactions with Capaldi and it's like nice now. Cause it feels like Capaldi has like a, he's, he's who he wants to be now. It's, it, I think last season was a lot of figuring out who Capaldi was as a doctor. And then, you know, once they figure that out, he's been a lot more like relaxed and a little more like I'm comfortable in my skin now. And then the same thing with Clara, her, her constant bickering with him, you know, and just this kind of like control, freak thing is no longer there they're not like egos fighting all the time and it's nice to kind of see them in maybe not unison but see them working together in a way more peaceful manner and it's making even watching her a lot more tolerable so I totally agree with you there that it's nice to see him a little less like aggressive and kind of feeling himself feeling himself out like the little bits of him playing guitar and all that like I love those little those little notes of who he is and it's it's very exciting now to, to see him relaxed if you will what what band did capaldi play in he was in a punk band like i don't know but i think he um he was like in a band with some like late night talk host or something like that or he played music with someone or something like that yeah it seems like he was in a punk band with somebody back in the day um but i can't remember what um but yeah it's cool to have that uh i guess gotta ask you guys though this uh, i have an opinion about this uh, which i'll share right now I do not like the Sonic the Sonic sunglasses. Uh, I'm sorry, I just really don't. Uh, I I understand it's kind of fun and everything, but I thought sure uh, when they got broke 
what was that, the fifth episode? I thought, oh, good. Well, we'll go back to a screwdriver now. No, evidently not. Yeah, it's a, for me, it doesn't seem like it fits Capaldi's kind of style as a doctor. I mean, sure, he's a little bit wacky, but I would have never pegged that. You know, if I'm like, if he would have had sonic glasses, I figured it would have been more like something like actual reading glasses or something a little more sophisticated. But that was definitely a wrench thrown in there. Um, I'm not really sure how I feel about it either, but it's just kind of there now, you know. What about you, Tom? I, I hate him too. I'm totally on board with that. I don't, I don't like the idea of them. I don't like the way they look. They just look like normal sunglasses. Yeah, I would probably be a little more on board with it if they looked kind of futuristic or something that something right. that he kind of patched together. But they just look like regular sunglasses. I don't understand how they work or anything like that. So I, I don't like it. Oh, no. The jury has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> and then one thing, too, that happened in the last few episodes is this whole tease of like the past and and Capaldi thinking about people from the past and Donna Noble obviously was brought up. So kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that do you think i mean we did kids if you guys didn't see we got a little bit of a confirmation that something was going to happen with her in this series but i was kind of wondering if you guys had any predictions or if we're just kind of waiting it out um matt if you want to go on with that oh gosh i well i'll be honest i didn't even know that uh donna noble might reappear in the series uh i i i likened it all to just him thinking about lives he's left behind um, yeah. In the same way that uh, the uh, a Shielder character had to, but at the same time, uh, it could lead to something. I I definitely got a sense by the end of this last episode that uh, something's going to happen to Clara. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. They've been hinting a lot on this whole like you know the Doctor adores her so much, and now it's they're 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 kind of a little too obvious to me. It's kind of like we get it. He cares. You don't have to keep reiterating this, but. Um, right. it, it does seem like doom is on the way, you know, it's, it's on the way for Clara. Uh, how about you, uh, Donald? Yeah. Can you refresh me? Because I, I had no idea that Donna was involved at all. I didn't hear um, in the last, in the last episode, basically they were talking about how, um, they've lost people and that's, that was the way that the girl was, you know, kind of relating to the doctor and it's like, you know, you've lost people and whatever, and and he has these like flashbacks, and Donna Noble and Tenet show up in these like mini little flashbacks, and so uh-huh. it kind of like it kind of hints at something, you know. And, and there's this moment too when um, I, I don't know her name, Arya Stark. What is her name? May Maisie or Maisie Williams? Maisie, yeah. Like she hints at some kind of like some some weird thing, like you know, maybe she'll. Maybe that's not forever or something, you know, because Donna Noble was a lost character, so to speak, with her memories. And it kind of I felt like it kind of hinted at maybe she would come back, but maybe not in the sense that we think. But there's also been an article going around that David Tennant and and um, that actress Donna Noble will show up again in Doctor Who. But as I think voices or something like that. So. Um, we're just getting your thoughts. If you had, if I obviously, I guess, I guess you didn't know about it or didn't really catch that, but I was wondering if, um, that's something you'd be on board for. Cause I'm not sure what your guys' favorite, um, or no, you like Rose, don't you, Donald? Is she's your like favorite companion or is that you? Matt? I, I, I never had a problem with any of the companions, honestly, mm. but I think, uh, I, I liked Rose and I really liked Donna. Martha was 
Martha was fine. People have a lot of problems with Martha, but I had no problems with her. I love Martha. I think she's easily my favorite. Yeah, Martha's awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just uh, it's an interesting thing to see like if they'll bring back some of the past stuff. So I guess moving forward from from that subject, it's it's a possibility. But um, as far as who goes though, do you guys have any expectations? I should say for for how this season's gonna go, since we kind of got a feel for the flow overall. Well, it looks like we can see a lot of two parters or, or a lot of carryover, which is fine with me. I don't I don't, I don't mind that at all. But um, I don't see a main thread happening yet like right. uh, normally normally Moffat will set that up early and kind of toy with you for the, you know the whole whole season but I'm thinking maybe it'll just be like a bunch of two points and then there'll be some threat at the end that'll just present itself and then that'll be like the, the final two-parter but as far as, as far as how the season's going to go it's really hard to predict at this point but I, I am for once enjoying it and it, it doesn't seem as weird and and just sometimes downright bad as some of the prior seasons have. Right, right. Oh, you, Matt? Uh, well, I would agree with Donald is that uh, I'm, I'm excited to see how this season keeps going. Uh, this whole hi- hybrid um, thread, that uh, the the thread of, of, of uh, two warrior races hybrid thread, I, I don't – you've seen that presented itself twice in Davros's interpretation first with the – with the uh, the Daleks and, and 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 the Doctor's regeneration energy, and then you see it presented again with the fact that a shield is from the Vikings, uh, of course, uh, uh, what we believe a warrior race, and the whole uh, the I guess the the chip that she was made a hybrid from was from a warrior race as well. So I I wonder if the whole hybrid there was a talk of some kind of prophecy that he's running from, and I wonder if that's the end game of this of this particular series. Yeah, it sounds about right. I mean, they, they've hinted a lot on, on the, you know, hybrid thing. And then um, they're also hinting a lot on changing things like Capaldi going or the doctor going in and, and, you know, bringing people back to life or saving people when he's not supposed to and making waves as he keeps referring it to in, in the universe. And so I think it is an implication of what may t- may come, but it's it's just all perspective, you know, right. at this point. Right. But yeah, I'm definitely excited to see how they kind of handle that because it's it's a very like Donald saying it's like I actually enjoy watching it now and even if I'm bored I still feel like <laughs> I don't hate it and that's like a feeling I haven't had in a long time watching Doctor Who and it's nice to be able to be like oh well this is just kind of a chill and background type of episode and that's not necessarily a bad thing it's like I want to be in the world even if it is still kind of bland in some ways but it's nice to still be there and being able to enjoy. It's a very refreshing feeling. So I'm very pleased overall so far. So, well, and there you go. That was our conversation about Dr. Who on the once on a blue moon podcast. That was Camille. who You can find at lady oddity on Twitter and Donald. who You can find at Donald J R on Twitter. Of course, my name is Matt. And if you want to contact me about anything we said or about uh, the upcoming episode, feel free to send an email to uswhocast at gmail.com. Take care. Bye. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.